Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for another edition of Four Center, the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet and the trio is back together. That's right. We're all finally under one roof after some travel and some business and life uh, kept us out of the, the, the cockpit together. It is <laughs> me and Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa. Yeah, what a lovely, uh, co- I was going to say cocktail, cockpit to be in. <laughs> God, I need a drink. We, we are a cocktail yeah. of Star Wars fans. <laughs> little spice, little, yeah. uh, you're the whiskey. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer, what are you in the cocktail? You're mm. like the garnish, you're the sweet garnish. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. And I am, uh, I don't know, I'm the sin. <laughs> I'm the regret that oh, comes in this yeah. day. Oh, man, I want a cocktail that's actually listed as an ingredient. <laughs> would you like a little extra regret to garnish it? I sure would. Oh, yeah. We're back. We're back. You guys did a great job holding down two weeks ago. Uh, Joseph and I, you, we, had, we had some fun last week. Yeah, yeah. Going deep about the rebellion and politics and Star Wars and independence and freedom. But this time, we're going to have a little, little more fun. Well that, well, that was fun. That, yeah. I phrased that wrong. We're going to talk about fun. I meant to say, we're going to talk about fun. Yeah. We're going to talk about how do you play Star Wars coming up, Joseph. Yeah. That's an important question. Yeah, you know, I just thought it's it's getting to be summertime, and, uh, you know, as an adult, there's always that, like, you have those memories of summer. Hmm. Right. You didn't necessarily have as much to do, mm-hmm. so you just found ways to run around outside screaming. Yeah. And usually Star Wars was with us, <laughs> and I want to scream about Star Wars now, and I thought, well, if I... Yeah. I can't actually run around outside. At least I can do it on the podcast. <laughs> this is our way of playing now. Yeah. It's going to be an important question for you to answer, Jennifer. I'm curious. Yeah. I am up. curious, too. You're curious about your own answer? <laughs> yeah, I don't 
<laughs> my memory's a little shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But before we get into that, we normally talk about news because of the schedule of our recording. We're a little bit ahead, so uh, we can't talk about the current news today. So... If by now, if the Han Solo movie's been canceled and it's been turned into an Obi-Wan movie directed by Ron Howard, that we'll, we'll talk about that in some other broadcasts. Uh, but we want to talk about D23 because this weekend, Disney will be having their D23 convention, which has definitely grown and shape-shifted over the years, which is something more about celebrating Disney at, at, at large. And believe me, it still is. But in this era of conventions, D23 has become... Disney's convention, right? That's their own comic book convention. Not quite, but it does. The end result is sometimes the same. There's going to be big news revealed there. Stuff with Star Wars, I'm sure. Marvel and all the other stuff. The Disney theme parks. But this is definitely, uh, we're focusing on the Star Wars part of this, Joseph. Yeah. Do you think that they are going to announce a lot? Because I I haven't been to D23, and my perception is that there's certainly some fun, like a convention, but it seems very businessy of... We are announcing stuff of why you should still be excited about being a fan of Disney. I've been to one. Have you been to one, Jennifer? I have not. And I was thinking about when I used to work there. And yes. that many, many years ago, I feel like there there was a lot of pin collectors there. Yes. Oh, yeah. And a lot of memorabilia. At that time, I'm not quite sure, but it, right. it does feel like it's changed. Yeah, and I remember what was it with the Marvel panel? Was that a few yeah. years back? Yeah, 2015 was, was the last one. It, it alternates every two years, right? So there was a, some big announcements there. They yeah. brought out the, the cast. So I feel like they're maybe starting to embrace it, but not a hundred percent. It's yes. not like a comic con. Yeah, it is not. It is not. In my memory of it, I've only gone in 2015, and that was the very disappointing announcement of Disney Nature's Bears, where oh, right. Iger, Iger came out and uh, <laughs> said, uh, you know, I think it was Iger, was it Lasseter? One of them came out and was like, uh, you know, uh, no, I think it was Iger. We're, we're not, yeah, I, I, there's stuff I could tell you about The Force Awakens, but oh, you know, Darth Vader would get me. And Darth Vader's music plays, and no one, no one comes out. It was just a bad joke. Wow, uh, yeah. really? And then it was just yeah. we're starting an animal cinematic universe yeah. with bears. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh. uh, it was a little different. But you're right. The the, the panel floor, uh, the, the convention floor, mm-hmm. uh, putting quotation marks from a convention floor, was not what I was used to. I was like, let's hit the floor. Oh, there's some pins and <laughs> drawings of Disney stuff. I yeah. love going to Disneyland. I wouldn't call myself a Disney fan, so. Okay, um, but I'm curious about this year because it definitely seems as though they know the game, and they, this is a week before San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, and all eyes are will be on them to make a scoop on social media, right? Yes, because that's a huge part of the game now. Is that is mm-hmm. going into tracking what's going to be popular? You get right. reports about like what is doing the best on social media, and if they right. can get a jump on San Diego Comic Con, like nothing, at, no announcement at San Diego Comic Con touched the social media business that. Yeah. The last Jedi announcement did. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure at this point. I know Marvel will be represented at San Diego, but I don't think Star Wars is in a big way. Okay. They have not announced it. I checked okay. the schedule, and they said that they will be announcing things shortly. But, yeah, I don't feel like they're going to have a big presence okay. there. They'll have the Lucasfilm Pavilion like they always mm-hmm. do. Right. Hmm. Big panels? Big panels, maybe. Maybe. And the panel last year at San Diego Comic-Con for Force Awakens was... Great mm. and spectacular. Yeah. It ended in a, a you know just a, a couple years ago it was a concert. Yeah, a lot of they've always oh, gone. Right. They've yeah. gone out. They've gone big. They've gone big. <sighs> so this year's not. But in uh, when it comes to D twenty three, I'm expecting something. I'm expecting okay. something here about Star Wars. I don't think. I don't think a lot about the Last Jedi. Um, even though that would make sense. I, I think all eyes were on this for Han Solo. Yeah. That's the thing. Star Wars Celebration was the big Last Jedi stuff. Yeah. And we got that, though the bad guys were oddly left out. Um, you know, no Hux and yeah. uh, Ren and Gwendolyn Christie didn't come out as Captain Phasma. Um, so I think it, it would make sense that something from Last Jedi would be there. But I was looking for Han Solo, Joseph. Yeah. I was looking to this convention for Han Solo. I think there might be, and again, like we're recording a little bit early, so who knows? Yeah. But I think there might be a Han Solo, it will be okay presentation. Yes. Something uh, 
like it's so public now. Like normally, they, if there were just rumors of problems, they could roll out a behind the scenes thing where you mm-hmm. saw all the actors having a great time, saw right. Alden Ehrenreich and, and Donald Glover being buddies. Right. But now it would feel so disingenuous or almost like mean if it was just like just a behind the scenes video of everybody really happy with Ron Howard. Yeah, would yeah. That'd be just like two twisting the knife. So like, Everyone clapping. Yeah. yeah. So maybe a teaser trailer of the variety of when they first announced Rogue One mm-hmm. that just gives you the spirit of it. You've talked about it so eloquently yeah. so many times, Ken, of seeing the experience of seeing that yeah. live. Uh, oh, you talk about like the, the 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 early early celebration twenty fifteen. Just season. the announcement that they were doing Rogue One, yeah, and you know that yeah. the, the uh, voiceover from Obi Wan Kenobi yep. about the Jedi it was great. Aren't, aren't there anymore, and yeah, yeah. And the title. So I wonder if there's something like that. Mm, no, I you know what? You remain dubious. I do because imagine how awkward that's going to be. Because essentially, <laughs> they're going to be showing footage yeah. that Lord and Miller shot. Yeah. It's going to be this huge elephant in the room. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe Ron Howard could do like a video message. Hey guys, I'm on the set. But that's awkward too. <laughs> I think maybe it's like, oh, oh my gosh, this is just so clear that there's a lot of drama. If anything, yeah. I think they'll say Han Solo. You know the title. And it'll be the logo. Right. Oh, of what, that's it. That's the announcement all. of the title would be a great way to say, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. the title is good. Yeah. 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 But the actual footage? Yeah, you're I right. I mean, that's awkward. And if and if they're going to keep that May release date? I, you, did yeah. you guys see Bob Iger? He was accosted by TMZ. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. It, it was hilarious. They totally, he was, like, paying his uh, parking uh, ticket, <laughs> you know. To, uh, his valet. Yeah, exactly. Valet. And um, essentially, they were like, you know, what about, is this film doomed? And what about the release date? <laughs> like, he's just going to go, I'm waiting for my valet. Yes, it's doomed. It's doomed. Yeah. He actually it's took totally a moment doomed. and he laughed and he's like, you know, it's a great cast, a great director, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, you know, and then he, but he wouldn't answer the change of date. Oh. So oh, really? Yeah. He wouldn't answer that question. It hmm. could be pushed back maybe like, uh, I don't know. Now more than yeah. ever, it makes sense. Yeah. Before that release date was curious, but it was like, oh, it's May. It's Star Wars. Star right. Wars. You know, but the idea of like, oh, are they going to do two movies a year? Is that what's going to happen? But now I could see it. But it's like, did they put did they put too much eggs in one basket, or or is this? You know what I mean? Like, would it be egg on their face if they were like, oh, everything's good, but we're moving it? Yeah, be Han Solo, pull it out in the nick of time, release it in the summer for fun, for summer fun time. I'm obsessed with summer fun on this episode. (laughs) I want to see Han Solo just have a big adventure in the summer. Damn it. Mm, yeah, but it would, I mean, it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't. To your yeah. idea, Joseph, yeah, if they show like a little, you know, uh, Han Solo voiceover from Harrison Ford yeah. and this and that, and, and then Jennifer, your idea of, you know, next May 2018, we're going to get the Han Solo tale, yay, and they could drop a title. We in the audience are all going to be, oh, we know you have footage. Yep. We know it's there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can't show it. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be a very difficult prickly yeah. audience because yeah. we're all too uh, in the know I or know. what we think's in the know. Yeah. If it is really just like, I, I'm trying to think of good dialogue. Like if it's like Chewie roaring and Han saying, I'm sure Landis forgot about that. It's a long time ago. Oh, and yeah. then it's just a shot of Han walking through the door with the blaster. No way of telling. Mm, Who shot good. that yeah. shot? Of, just a shot of Han. Okay. Just, okay. just that little bit to remind you of like, remember why you like this part of mm. the galaxy? All right. You're, you're hired for marketing purposes. That, yeah. that, would, that would be good. That's yeah. good. I'd, I'd pop. I'd get a like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> There's problems? <laughs> yay, okay. it doesn't matter because look, Han Solo's back. Yeah. yeah. They need good to change point. the conversation. Yeah, they do. Mm. They do. Yeah. Do you know Jennifer? Yeah. No, no. I'm oh. Right. Yeah. Oh. I was uh, thinking about <laughs> you're going to be uh, what was it, on uh, Saturday. Saturday, the live action stuff. That's right, yeah. the big day because they were saying in the press release. Oh, don't I know for the parking? Oh, I know, right? I'm sorry. Mm. Uh, but supposedly there's going to be never before seen footage, surprise star appearances, Ooh. and a behind the scenes glimpse of the films on the horizon. Now, this is with uh, Marvel, Marvel, Disney, and Lucasfilm. It's like all, I don't know if it's oh. all going to be at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I think how, it is. I think it's, is that the 1030 panel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that's ruining my work day. You have to be there early for that. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm privileged. It's awesome. Um, if they could just do a Star if they could just redo Star Wars Celebration, it'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's uh-huh. going to be the last Jedi, though, right? Because I think so. I think it, yeah. Unless Ewan McGregor walks out on that stage, Joseph. Yeah, is that the big thing? Because what 
that would that calm fears about Han Solo if they're like, you know what, we've made our decisions as Lucasfilm, we know where we're going 2020 and beyond. Get I, ready for Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm. Look, you want to cover up some burning bushes in your backyard? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi is your man. Obi Wan Kenobi in the front yard. Oh, no one's going to want to go in that backyard. I'm going to say if there is any problem in my life, yeah, my wife and I were having a disagreement. If yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi suddenly showed up in our living room, that would change yes. the conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. I think they I, have to, right? You'd, but you'd be on board, Jennifer, right? You'd be like happy, excited, not worried about Han Solo. Yeah, it's one of those things. What is it from the movie Up with the, do- the dog? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah, I mean, it's like we're just... <laughs> oh, we're, 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 <laughs> we will forget about Han Solo. Nobody yeah. will talk about Han Solo. They've got to unveil something big to get the conversation off of that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It's, we're going to be like, wait, so they didn't unveil anything new. They didn't talk about Han Solo. This is really lot of trouble going on. Yeah, we know Last Jedi. What do yeah. you do? Put Hamill out there again so we can talk about, I, I, you know, I don't like what they're doing with Luke. They, you don't want that around. Yeah. <laughs> Love right. you, Mark. But yeah, I mean, they don't, yeah, they don't have anything to do with Last Jedi, but really crumbs at right. this point, because they still want to have a big new trailer at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe that. Yeah, which which could be that, or, you know, maybe, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, we're thinking on our feet here, but yeah, maybe the Last Jedi trailer takes the conversation away. But we, we, we definitely, we heard, we had Kathleen and everyone saying, we're going to announce this 2020 standalone soon. Oh, that's mid-summer. right. And everyone goes, oh, you mean a D23? Now more than yeah. ever. Oh. They need that smoke bomb. And she has been <laughs> saying in those same press releases that we're really make, we're talking, we're making creative decisions. So maybe it's <laughs> not only creative decisions in terms of what the movie is, but yeah. who's making the movie. Who's making the movie. Can we get it right this yeah. time? Oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi will star in his own film. It will be directed by the force itself. <laughs> yeah, the force itself. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Might be. Might be. Um, mm. So, I, yeah, I, if at, at the time of this record, I'm going to put down a bet. Oh. That, that they're going to announce this third movie, that this is going to be the distractionary tech. Now, what it is, I don't know. I hope it's Obi-Wan. Oh. I can't think of anything else at this point. Yeah. The danger could be it's more of the same. Oh, you guys can't even get Han Solo right, but now we're going to do this. It's all bunched up like we talk about in that yeah. timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, but that would save yeah, the day. I think it's the thing that changes the conversation the most. You announce a, a Boba Fett or even a bounty hunter movie that doesn't quite change the conversation. Mm-hmm. You got to do something bold, uh-huh. especially if it's a movie about uh, Han Solo's greatest rival, supposedly. You know, from an outsider Star Wars, yeah. fan, casual Star Wars fan point of view. Yeah, yeah, because that, that will just maybe look like Han Solo too. Like yeah. they haven't even proved to the first one they're doing yeah. the Boba Fett movie now. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's either that or they could do something with announcing a new animated show. Oh. Okay. Huh. I mean, it's that's early. It's early for that, isn't it? I mean, before Rebels uh, has even ended? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm trying to think. Do they not something on Friday with the animation side? Mm, but that's more the big right. movies. It's more right. that, mm-hmm. Disney, that Disney playground. But, uh, yeah, a, a new animated show, I don't think it would be too early. Yeah, because you want to make sure that like you'll be rewarded but not, for watching I, season we're four. Not, we're not hearing any rumors about anything else, though. Yeah. Right. So that doesn't mean they're not working on it at all. At all. Well, Filoni said there'd be more. It definitely. Right, at, start, at Celebration. Yeah, like, this is not the end of animation. Yes, mm. definitely. That, they definitely would. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, hmm. What about Forces of Destiny? The, maybe they'll... Yeah. I mean, it will have already aired or started to air, so are, is that going to have a presence there? Maybe that would be the animation. I don't know. I think I that would know. make some sense because you got what... It starts... It July. started by the time that this episode airs. Yeah. Our recording yeah. schedule's uh, changing our brains here a little bit, but... Uh, then we got the specials. They're all putting one big oh, special. Right. Oh yeah, that yeah. will be on broadcast cable television. Blah blah blah. So if that goes well, then yeah, maybe they want to do more Forces of Destiny stuff. They'd want a presence there. Mm-hmm. I think not quite like when they really went full bore. What was that Comic Con twenty fourteen with with Rebels? That was everywhere. That yeah. was their big push for that. This is not as big for that, but I could see. I could see some animation play coming. It wouldn't, but it wouldn't hide that Han Solo thing. No, nope. no, no. It wouldn't be a full distraction. No, yeah. Obi Wan. Mm. I, you know, you bring Ewan McGregor out on that stage. Right. People are going to lose their minds. That would be the, that. To me, is the only thing that could put this uh, put a bandaid on this. Right. That's so amazing that 
that uh, Obi-Wan is our only hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, trailer. I think the trailer, if you can get with, the trailer would be big too, but yeah. I, th- I think I see the trailer going to San Diego. It's if they're going to have Diego. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that they'll, they'll have, I think that they will have a panel. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Right. At San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So they'll they'll unveil it there. Mm. It'll be exciting. Uh, but it's so interesting to me because I really feel like D23 has the power to mm. rival Comic Con. Yeah. San Diego Comic Con, and yet it's it's not there yet. I don't know if it's intentional. I- I think in terms of news, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you just referring to news? The whole thing. The whole thing. Mm. I mean, th- I'm telling you, like, I- I'm a huge Disney fan, not, but there are right. mega Disney fans out there, and if yeah. if they were to really amp it up, they could really compete. Right, like Beauty and the Beast destroyed at the box office. Yeah. And sometimes I think, like myself, I'm guilty of getting into genre sci-fi fantasy and forgetting that, like Beauty and the Beast destroyed. Yes, right. yeah. it did. It did. So it has that power where they could, could, I mean, they could do all the Star Wars stuff there instead of Comic-Con mm-hmm. or, you know, lessen their presence. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder about that sometimes. Maybe they will in the future and D23 will become its own. It could be. I mean, they, it's mega. interesting that they have it. There's no Sony-a-thon or Sony-con right. or yeah. Fox-con. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Disney has their own. But, yeah, in terms of news, I think they can rival it. In terms of the experience of San Diego, it's not there no. yet. I'm, I'm curious to see. I was there, like I said, two years ago. We'll see what has changed. Mm-hmm. and Because certainly Star Wars Celebration rival San Diego Comic-Con. Exactly. Um, so if they, Disney wants to try to do that there. Uh, we'll see if there's more announcements, more news, more Battlefront hype. I don't know if you'll get that as much there, but it is Lucasfilm uh, property, and it's Lucasfilm important, so you could see more of that as well. Mm-hmm. But that was also big at E3. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Actually, technically outside of E3. <laughs> yeah, it was not there at E3. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, I, I, um, and if you don't get a trailer, you're going to be happy with some behind-the-scenes stuff there, Joseph? Yeah, you, I'd you be like perfectly happy with yeah. some Last Jedi behind-the-scenes. I might even like that more than trailer, because I'm happy to wait as close as possible to get more content from the movie. Right. You, you Jennifer, you want to see some behind-the-scenes? Uh, yeah. There, I was <laughs> doing some research, and I came across a rumor that it's going to be a teaser trailer. It's going to be, like, like super short. Oh, really? Uh-huh. 60 seconds? 90 seconds? 90 seconds. Nice. Okay. I, don't, I take this with a grain of salt you guys uh, but i was like ooh, maybe i got the inside scoop. yeah watch it's like three minutes and it's full <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I can, yeah you know i could see it i could see a 90 second uh, uh trailer that that shows a different uh perspective of like the luke stuff because mm-hmm. the, the the luke saying the jedi have to end is certainly exciting but for some people they're afraid it's going to be a bummer right right so a trailer they go don't worry it's not a bummer it's, yeah. it's a fun too yeah. we got some fun stuff too I can see that I right. can see that well D23 is almost upon us and I'll be there on scene I'll have some uh, reports back to you guys we'll sit down and talk about it I'm sure we're going to have something to talk about yes we will just what it is is the thing alright let's get to our main topic summer loving happens so fast <laughs> Joseph you you apparently love playing this, uh, in, in the summertime you like splashing in pools and frolicking around in cold Minnesota in my in my heart, I, I like those things. I did do some of those things in my youth, but yeah. it's, I, it's, I've always been tortured by it feels like the, it's summertime, so I should be able to reattach that sense right. of play, mm. of running around, yeah. being a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Summer is a time off. And just through most of my professional career, summer is the busiest time. Yeah. Did the Fringe Festival for years and years, and that was the middle of summer. I do, you know, a convention season now. It's its own kind of play. Right. But it's not that just sort of like, I am going to use Star Wars to retreat into my own imagination. Mm. Right, which was part of the reason that we all fell in love with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think love of Star Wars starts by watching it, but it is fostered and, and grown on the playgrounds of our childhoods, of the bedrooms with our figures sitting yeah. across the floor. It is discovering that and kind of crawling into the Star Wars universe and playing it. So that is, again, our topic, playing Star Wars and how we played as kids. So let's start there. I'm going to start with you, Jennifer. Yeah. Because you have an interesting perspective. Yeah. I think I've talked about it before where I did not have a lot of 
action figures. Um, I had a few. But for me, it really was more about imaginative play. Okay. And it really was reliving, you know, the the scenes on Endor in Return of the Jedi and pretending that I would climb in the tree. Yeah. Pretending that my Ewok friends were there or looking <laughs> across the neighbor's yard, you know, in their trees, yeah. Uh, yeah. spying in some weird way and, you know, <laughs> believing, you Is know. Is someone looking at it? No, it's just Jennifer playing with her imaginary Ewoks. On blinking Ewoks staring into the neighbor's windows from the trees. And my binoculars and my notepad. Don't ask questions. Did you really? I did. That's awesome. Wow, you were were a rebel spy. (laughs) You guys, I'm just admitting this for the first time, but... (laughs) Wow. What did you find out? Force Center exclusive. Land of spies. (laughs) So while I I was pretending that Ewoks there, I was also a part-time detective Mm. where I was trying to potentially solve some funny business going on in the neighbor's yard. They had a lot of um, trash and like uh, recyclables and stuff. And I was like, what are are they up to? I'm going to take notes. So there's a real life concern (laughs) and you had your Ewok companions with you. Yeah. So would you report to them when you saw something that you thought of note? Like, yeah, I would. Pre- I mean, this is really, this is really sad. I didn't have a lot of friends. No, this is great. This is just, great. Yeah, I would be like talking a lot about you here. Talking to my to my my little friends. So like, like, oh, go check that out. Now, like, it was. So this is more more even more important. Your your imaginary Ewok friend was it low grade Chirpa Pablo Tebow or was it like it was, characters you made up? It was mainly characters. Of course, Wicket was always Wicket had to be. Yeah, of course, that would make sense. So sweet. Did you give them names or were they just random unidentified Ewok? No, and it's and you know, and part of it too was almost like a security thing where mm. I knew that the, that these guys were around. It's not okay. like I actually like envisioned one sitting next to me per se. Uh-huh. I knew that they were around in case anything went down. Oh. And the neighbor spotted me in the tree with my binoculars and my notepad. Wow. Well, Joseph, when we decided to have this topic, I didn't know we'd be sorry. going deep into Jennifer's childhood. I thought we'd be getting some stuff. I didn't know we'd be getting Rear Window from Jennifer Landa. <laughs> that you... was my, one of my favorite movies. Oh, yes. okay. So yeah. this is the, see, this is the kind of imaginative play where you're like, I will act out Rear Window, but only if I imagine Ewoks hiding in the trees will come running should I get into trouble. Should I get into trouble. Wow. Did you yeah. ever find anything incriminating? Did you solve the mystery of the trash yard? I cannot confirm or deny. Wow. 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 Uh, there's just some funny business. I, to this day, I don't really know. I never solved the crime. Wow. Well, you okay. gotta get back to it. Wow, yeah. You still, Where is this place? Yeah, do you still have access to his childhood home? Oh my gosh, I totally do. Wow. Well, Ken and I will dress up as Ewoks. So yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll, hide go, in the trees. we'll go hide in the trees. We and cut down the tree. My parents cut down the tree. Oh, no. Yeah. I wonder if they knew. Maybe they had some suspicions <laughs> that, like, I was spying on the neighbors <laughs> in the tree. Cut down this tree. They cut down both of my Ewok trees. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Anyway, so that oh. was my summer. So, okay. We'll put it. That's we'll, some summer yeah, fun for sure. That's a, yeah. that's a lot of things. That's a lot to process. So Sorry, guys. Lesson here. Buy more action figures <laughs> for your kid, and, and they won't climb up into the tree and spy. Yeah. Unnecessary. Oh, Keep them a little grounded. Oh, oh, all right, Joseph, did you do anything <laughs> similar? I, I don't think I did anything directly uh, criminal. Yeah. <laughs> Not that what you hey. did was criminal, Jennifer. Hey. It wasn't criminal. It was concerned. I've I, I spied. I pretended I was James Bond when oh, I looked okay. into the neighbor's house sure. uh, when I was in like junior high. So I, I really, anyway, yeah. you didn't do anything criminal. Oh, wait, wait, okay. There yeah, that's all, that, we'll do that for a James Bond podcast. Excellent. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, for me, it was a lot about the action figure years because that was just yeah. entirely my uh, introduction to the world and my brother and I my older brother is three years older mm-hmm. have a very organized system of play is like we wanted to tell stories yeah yeah so we'd come up with where it's happening it's not kind of like data bank brawl yes <laughs> like right. where it's happening and then we would line up all our action figures and then we would choose them yeah and every once in a while we could use uh, one or the other's action figure because we owned our action figure. Oh, like you mine and, yeah. and, and his. Like, so if you had a Greedo. Yeah, I had Greedo. He did not have he Greedo. He didn't have Greedo. Oh, he had Demgar. There was no like, sharing. Yeah, no, and, and every right. once in a while there was sharing because that's what this lineup would be mm. is like like we were putting together like a team. We'd be like, well, who are you yeah. going to play? I'm going to get play this character. I'm going to play this <laughs> character. Um, and, and we played with him very carefully. And I, I, th- right. I used to think this was a very common thing, and I don't know if it is. Mm. But we talked about and were very concerned with how loose an action figure was. Oh, yeah. With, with wanting to manage their play uh-huh. so that you didn't move their limbs 
more than necessary. Yeah. Oh, I thought morally. Oh, that's <laughs> like yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. Is, is Luke too loose? Yeah. yeah. Look at all of the different um, characters Luke has been with. He's been no, a Walrus I, Man and R two. <laughs> I definitely know what you're talking about because it really, really, in terms of GI Joe, not to turn this into a toy podcast, yeah. but the GI Joe action figures, you could you could just loosen them up right off their their moorings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Destro's waist came off. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. And, like, yeah. Well, I came to this when I was a little older, so, like, all of my A New Hope action figures, like, mm-hmm. Walrus Man was hopelessly loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but then, like, once I had uh, Bespin Luke, he was cherished. So, like, yeah. I made distinct choices of, like, is it important enough in the narrative that he raises his lightsaber <laughs> hand and like actually wow. moves it to bring it down. This Whoa. is deep. And we lived in terror uh, of I think like other neighborhood. It's like coming over and being rough on our action. You don't want oh. little Billy to come over. Cause yeah. he's, a, he's a rough a little savage. Destructive. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in fact, when I was very young, uh, some neighbor kids we tried to play with and did steal some of our action <gasps> oh, figures. They stole them. Yeah. My now mother went criminal. to their trailer yeah, and took them back. Oh really? Yes. Good for your mom. Good yeah. for your mom. Fiery mom. Wow. Yeah. So like yeah, so many memories of of uh, action figure play and in particular, you know, in right. in the summer and like outside right. like they had in the area by the drain that was Dagobah when I lived in Portland. Oh my uh, god. Because the, the drain <laughs> oh uh, dripped and it made it swampy, yeah. so I would put Yoda there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, work through all sorts of details. I for me, my my plane, uh, particular and specifically to Star Wars, was in three areas. It was <laughs> it was action figures in the house. Mm-hmm. They did come out a little bit. Okay. I, I, my Y wing would fly around the house. Yeah. Um, then recess was big with me. I've talked about it before, but recess was very big, and you can tell early on what kind of person you are as a fa- you know a, a life as a writer or writer or creative person was yeah. in front of me because. It was like we're ten minutes to recess, and be like, if it was the three of us, let's just go back in time. Be like, all right, uh, Jennifer, who do you, who do you want to play today? And you, you probably be like Lando. I'd be like, no, you're a girl. You have to be Leia because it's the '80s, and I can only think of those terms. <laughs> um, you'd try, you'd choose your character, and I'm Joseph. What do you want to be? You want to be Obi Wan again? Okay, <laughs> so it's Obi Wan, and Lando's going to be Lando. Um, and I'll be Han Solo, and then here's our mission. And I'd hand it out. I'd pull my friends, like, you, this is our mission today. This is what nice. we're going to do. Oh, my god! And then gosh. we'd go to the, the playgrounds, and, uh, you know, back then it was a giant piece of wood with metal on the slide, <laughs> bolted down, splinters the size of, you know, some, some rat tails. Um, and then we'd act out the appropriate scene, do some improv, some light improv. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. And not a lot of yes and. Not a lot of, of <laughs> whoever screams. Seems loudest. That's what yep. narratively yep. happens. And there would be some, you know, we'll call them Lawrence Kasdan moments where I'd be like, <laughs> no, no, the character doesn't do that. The character doesn't wow. do that. That wasn't it. And then, uh, like I said, then I'd, I'd go home and if I was playing by myself, um, similar to you, Jennifer, I would climb the tree and, and not spy, but I had some palm trees that were like kind of turned sideways and they were like speeder bikes. Mm. I had a tree house that was on the ground, but it kind of looked like the guns on, on Hoth for the rebels. And I just act out stuff by myself. Right. You know, all the voices, all the yeah. characters. Right. And did, all the explosions. Oh, that's so fun. On the playground, did you guys want to hang upside down to be Hoth Luke? Was that not a goal? Well, you know life? what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but what was is this particular playground, this wood monstrosity, had like three steps and then a, like a wide top le- level. It looked exactly like the skiff. Yeah. And so we always, we would, nine times out of ten, we're reenacting the Tatooine yeah. Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit stuff. And we would always try to very carefully be a Han dangling over saving Lando. <laughs> so in our heads, it was just this dramatic hanging by the thread. But really, it was like my arms were dangling over. Yeah. <laughs> and Gavin, hold me. I'm going to be Han. I'm going to be Han. Hold my legs. And like, really, it's just my wrist was hanging over the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh but did you try gosh. to be Han, Luke? Yeah, it was like a specific goal. Because at first, I was like a little scared of like <laughs> hanging. You know, I was impressed by the kids who could just, you know, grab the monkey bar with their knees and just yes. totally let gravity let take go. them. And I was like, that looks like Luke. I need to learn to do that. And so, like, I think I would do it every once in a while for like just a few seconds. But you and did it would you, be did rich you, in my imagination. Would you hang with the arm? The other arm would hang? Well, that was a whole goal. Of like, 
like yeah. I didn't want to half-ass right. it. I, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be for real. And I think, you know, memories are, do get foggy, but I, yeah. I, I think there are some kids who are, like, totally, like, brave and fearless. And, like, I saw a kid break his arm horrifically when I was pretty young. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, and th- that image is really clear in my mind. We're just like, that. There's arms aren't supposed to go that way. Uh, so then it was this challenge to be brave and be like, but if I can just hang there for right. a second, I will totally be like Luke mm-hmm. and Hoth, and then I can pretend to use the Force and get right. that lightsaber. Mm, right. Isn't that amazing? Why, why do you think Star Wars just seemed to capture this part of our imaginations as kid. Other things did too. But Star Wars is what really jump-started it. Is yeah. it just these geniuses who were like, you know those toys in the 60s that kids kind of like, let's make them and update them and oh, the Kenner Early Bird specials are going out the window. This is a good thing. <laughs> and that that turned a whole generation of kids who played like that because I, I don't, I know my dad had some, some G.I. Joe 12 inches and everything, but they didn't play with them like we did then. I think that it really tapped into wanting to bring home the experience that we had experienced in the movie Mm. theater and taking that home with us. Right. And then really allowing us to play in these, these, you know, incredible worlds. So whenever I would go to the beach, I'd Mm. pretend that I was on Tatooine. Sure. You know, and it's like you can just escape into these worlds because the worlds in Star Wars Mm. are very similar to ours. In some way, yeah. we can make it ours, yeah. and that's what made it so fun. And all these crazy creatures and things like that. But it is amazing how mm. our generation—I mean, that really started it—the the collecting and, and toys and the merchandising, yeah, yeah, and wanting to own a part of Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think my dad had it a little bit. Like, my dad mm-hmm. could really a little bit because, like, he really liked Roy Rogers and, like, mm-hmm. Cowboys and mm-hmm. he liked yeah. Star Trek and he got me watching Star Trek and that. So he had a little bit of that and, mm-hmm. like, he had toy guns mm-hmm. and I think maybe he had a couple little army men. Uh, and, and I know he ran around a lot because he told me about, like, hey, your, yep. your, 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 your Uncle Gene and I would go and pretend to be shooting him up. Right. But I think Star Wars offered so many different um, ways you could pretend to be something. Like, yes. a cowboy, like, you, you run around, you shoot a guy. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, but the, so many different opportunities for wish fulfillment. Mm-hmm. If it's, mm-hmm. I have Ewok friends. I can actually use the force <laughs> to move things. Right, you know, right. I, I'm yeah. I'm a scoundrel like Han Solo. I'm kind of mm. rugged, but everybody likes me, and I can yeah. shoot anything from any distance. It taps into this like childlike wish fulfillment in so many mm. different ways. Right. You, you both are touching on great points here, Jennifer. Your idea of this uh, wanting to take the experience home with you, and then the wish fulfillment of wanting to be in these movies. Yeah. And plus, you know, back back in the old days, <laughs> in the early eighties, eh. You know, VHS, the VHS copy of the movie was going to come out 19, 20 months later yeah. and cost $85, <laughs> unless you rented it at movies to go on Grand Avenue in Royal Grande, California. Um, uh, and uh, you, you may, have, may have seen it once or twice in the theater. Some mm-hmm. some I know saw more, but I saw Jedi once or twice. And that was it. Yeah. And then I had to like hear rumors of what the other movies were, what it could have been. So I wanted to take it all home with me and continue to live in that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not get out of it. Yeah. I think that's a really good point of not being able to see them as much. So mm-hmm. you are almost literally replaying them, like recreating them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Right. Wow. Right. Um, did, Jennifer, you're the only one. Your, your daughter's a little younger than this conversation. Mm-hmm. But do you see... You know, it, it, it is different, and I'm not making just a generational joke. It's just I, I would have sat and played Battlefront all day if I was nine and I had the game. Yeah, oh, you know? gosh, yes. I do it now. <laughs> um, but it's a little different, and this isn't about like yeah, kids these days don't go outside in the park and play Star Wars. <laughs> um, you know, they, I'm sure they probably do. But do you, how do you see it changing, if or changed, Jennifer? I mean, yeah, my daughter's only two, but it yeah. is amazing how many different ways she can interact with Star Wars. So whether you know the books, or mm-hmm. our you right. know obviously our action figures, or Funko Pops, or <laughs> her Jabba you know plush or whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know she'll she'll mimic them. But there is a sense of like of wanting ownership even though she hasn't seen any of the films but she's it's amazing how like she can get the characters she right. knows that Jabba is not so good of a guy <laughs> okay she, although she does how she, does she indicate this <laughs> she, just the way that she's like oh, oh. <laughs> you know and, and she's <laughs> she sounds a little like Jabba yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. 
and she knows that one part of it is the width of the books, the golden books, the way oh, they yeah, lay right. it out, you know, and like the I am a droid, I am yeah. built to do a special job, like all these things. It's just so ingrained in them. Yeah. Um, but I have seen some other kids, like when I go to Target and stuff like that, and it's amazing how they just, they are role playing still. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a lightsaber, and hey, I'm a, and there does seem to be a little bit more inclusive than when I was mm-hmm. growing up, yeah. which is wonderful. Definitely. You know, because now it's like, oh, I'm gonna be Ray, and Ray is a really yeah. powerful character, and obviously Leia and and Padme yeah. and and so many. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to see the new generation. Yeah, playing Star Wars. I want to go. I want to go by some school playgrounds and do a study on that, <laughs> and then be asked to leave. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, I, I'm sure it still happens. Oh on yeah, I'm sure it still it does. must because yeah, I think I think uh, my niece and nephew mm-hmm. got some Force Awakens spoilers. Mm-hmm. On the oh. playground, so it oh. must still happen. And that yeah. was, you know, in the frozen tundra of Minnesota. So right. they're all bundled up there like it's hot. Oh, it's on our starkiller base. base. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> some loudmouth kid. Yeah, and definitely. Hey, if you're out there and you and you have some insight on this, and you're following us and you're listening to the show, please tweet us. I'd love to have a follow up conversation about yeah. about kids these days. Yeah. If you got yeah. some nine year olds, are they on the playground playing Star Wars? Do they react in the same way that you did as a kid? Yeah. I think that, I wonder if there's a, a matter of choice too, because you know there was plenty of media mm-hmm. in the the seventies yep. and eighties, but not anywhere near as much no as now. So like, if you want to have fantasy and wish fulfillment, you got superheroes, you got Star Wars, you got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you got Transformers, you know, like yeah. And we did have a lot of those things, but not they weren't that big one marquee thing. So I almost feel yeah. like. I had like more space free in my brain to devote yeah. to Star Wars because there just wasn't as much cool science fiction true. stuff. Very true. true. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. A lot of content. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to make a choice as a child. You really do. <laughs> just devote some serious playtime to Star Wars. Yeah. And video games being so different now. Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel Battlefront. That's why I still love that first game, uh, the re release, because it's like, it just, it's kind of like me on a playground. Mm. I, I don't. I, I'm looking forward to the story mode in Battlefront 2. I wasn't the person that needed it because I could just go on Jakku over and over again because it was like me on the playground, just, just having fun, running around, yeah. yeah, doing stuff. Yeah. Did you guys ever imagine characters when you weren't playing? Like just um, like um, I ask because this is just a weird thing that I did, and I'm curious go. if anybody did. Here we go. I if I was somewhere where I had no opportunity to play, like right. driving or church. I would just imagine Luke running along doing Jedi flips to like entertain me. Oh. I shouldn't have taken a sip of water right there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you um, ever? So it wasn't like I'm picturing a scene from Return of the sure, Jedi. Just like just, this church is huge and boring. What if Luke was jumping from that rafter and that rafter, and now he needs to ignite his lightsaber and cut that beam? And it was just like wow. I'm just gonna focus on this. I can safely say <laughs> I didn't do that. I did not do that. But what an imagination! That's awesome. I would I would sit and just daydream stories. Okay, yeah. that I'd want to like. Uh, what if What if Han and Leia were mm-hmm. hiding behind a sand dune because we need to get into Jabba's palace? And of course, I'm their kid. And da, da, da. okay, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, Luke wasn't uh, running alongside my car. I'm not judging. It seems like fun. <laughs> it's great. It's a lot of work to you know flip from pole to pole, yeah. And yeah, jump over a fence. Sometimes yeah. there'd be a cow in the way. <laughs> What's Luke Love. gonna do? As as you got older, we're talking that this is that <laughs> seven to uh, ten range, probably when you're uh, really on the playgrounds. Yeah. Um, as Joseph laughs at his own admission of uh, flippy flopping. Luke, <laughs> you know, no, as it started to change, did, how, how did playing Star Wars change other than just being a kid? Because it it's still kind of I didn't play with my action figures anymore, but mm. it it still the imagination was still there. I was still lost in a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had to. Had to hide it. it. That maybe becomes displaying the figures. Yeah. Is that when it changes? Is that how it changed for you guys? Interesting. So you actually got to a point where you didn't want to, to share it as much? Or? Well, well, that, well, it just felt that you couldn't. You know, mm. when I got to junior high, it wasn't gonna, anyone want to play Star Wars at recess? You know, <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. Uh, not that I wouldn't have. Right. Um, so right. I think that's when it kind of turns into how we maybe play as adults. Video games, it's an easy thing to say. I'm doing that with Battlefront. But like if you, you know, we're reach this point where you can go to my office and I've got pictures hanging or I've got a poster of the Millennium Falcon or, you know, I've got the Funko Pops on display. In a way, that's me playing Star Wars. Mm. Yeah, I think so. The characters are around me. Yeah. But that started around that age. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Like, is a 15-year-old Joseph Scrimshaw imagining Luke Skywalker? 
Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, I was very cognizant of what I was doing by that point, that it was a means of entertaining myself when I was otherwise bored and connecting. Right. I lived in terror of... My parents, I think, told me fairly early on, because I think they were worried about how much I love Star Wars and the action figures of, like... Kids grow out of action figures. Right. And then I was also aware that my brother was three years older than me. Right. And that he was going to phase out. Because at this point, I, you know, I, the way they explained it to me was almost like puberty. Like, a change is going to come, <laughs> and you will no longer <laughs> like action figures. And I didn't want that change to come. Yeah. And then it did kind of come with my brother where he just seemed, like, more interested in other things and, like, mm-hmm. didn't want to play mm. as much. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I, so I tried to play by myself a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it was just one of those real introductions to life of, like, I don't feel anything has changed. Yeah. I want to play, but I just, my brother's not playing with me. I don't have anybody else to play with. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I guess eventually I'll stop liking these action figures and wanting to buy them. Like, no. No. Nope. That never happened. And then by the time I got to, like, high school, Mm. I knew other kids who wanted to collect action figures and thought that was cool. So Mm. then I was safe for continuing to love action figures. Check the, yeah, check that one off. You're but good. The, You're getting good. them out and playing with them. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's still a part of me like that's an artificial construct that stopped. Yeah. There's no reason that I couldn't open a couple of my action figures and play like, <laughs> what if Darth Vader yeah. met Ray? Like, there's nothing to stop me. It's a form of imagination, you know? Yeah. It's nothing but a social construct. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Wow. Gen- so- Jennifer's over here like, nerds. By, <laughs> by 11, I was in my Camaro. <laughs> yeah, right. Spying no. on other neighbors. I, th- I think it's so fascinating how I was thinking about the middle school years, which it was yeah. kind of like this, This, you know, I'm mm-hmm. trying not trying to be cool because I was not sure. cool. But this awareness of yeah. the, everything that you do is like, oh, right. you, you right. don't want to be a baby. Or, right. Yeah. Know? And especially like being a girl. Yeah. Know, it's like there's a whole other dynamic. So by the time I got into high school, then I just was like, I don't care. And mm. I had a Return <laughs> of the Jedi uh, VHS. Mm. And so I then it became my mission where I'm like, I love this movie and I'm going to learn everything I possibly can about it. Nice. And I just kind of wa- retreated into this this Dagobah cave, if you will. <laughs> yeah. You know, of just wanting to just literally escape because I hated yeah. high school. So it was a form of escapism for me where I could just be like, this is this is my world. Forget, <laughs> forget high school. Well, <laughs> and you're touching upon another thing too where, as as a young kid, it's about taking the experience home, playing, creating new adventures for Jabba and and Han and all these stuff. But then there comes a point where you're like, no, that is cast aside, and I need to know what actually happened, and I need to be an expert and a fan of it to that level. Mm-hmm. That kind of changed too. Yeah, where I don't sit around imagining fan fiction. Not yeah, that that's a bad thing. Right. Um, but yeah, it changed for me too around that time. Mm. It wasn't. You know, again, again, I, Joseph, right, you're right. You know, there's no reason I couldn't play with my action figures right now. Yeah. Other than I, well, see, then I start to cut it off. I start to say no. Yeah. I'm going to go home and play action figures. <laughs> Absolutely. Pull my Black Series things off. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, if you go around, if you go around the office at Clutter, there's a Millennium Falcon Lego set. Yeah. I immediately start playing with it. Mm-hmm. Like we're waiting to to film Jedi Council, and I'm on the set first, as is often the case. I just start opening it up, and I pull the Han out, and I just did, 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 I walk around with him. So it's all it's it's so close to just being there. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I and I started you know doing acting you know relatively young, mm-hmm. and then that was also that epiphany of like the, the, how it's acting, except for you've got a little. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it could have. That's the way that society could have developed. That like yeah. Shakespeare is like the proper way to do theater yeah. is we build a wooden doll and you walk it around <laughs> and you pretend to do its voice and that is how we do theater. <laughs> like it's what playing with action figures is. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, and then it's still it's you know put a lightsaber in, in someone's hand. Put a toy lightsaber. Oh yeah. my gosh. I have them around the office too. And you, someone grabs that. They come to my office and they see the Kylo Ren lightsaber and they immediately want to grab it, immediately want to turn it on, and immediately want to make the noises. Yeah. yeah. Even if it makes it for you. Yeah. Did you guys imagine your first vehicles were ships? Hmm. Oh, I st- <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still, at now 41 years of young age, if uh, I'm like kind of late at night, or if I'm leaving here, uh, it, it's not it's a, not a long drive from our, yeah. your studios here, Joseph, at your place to mine. But let's say I'm driving back from uh, you know Northridge, and it's a 25 minute drive on the yeah. freeway. 
I start pulling on the 118, and I'm like, all right, we're clear for takeoff. All right. <laughs> we have our mission. All right. And I get on, and I just and I just do a bombing run. Oh, and my nice. exit on the 170 freeway to my apartment is where I launch my proton <laughs> torpedoes. Oh, my gosh. I love and it'd be like midnight, coming back from like my ex-girlfriend's place. She lived up in Santa Clarita. That was like a, sometimes a 40-minute drive. Oh, yeah. Driving back, and it's 40 minutes of dog fighting in the car. Yeah, that's wow. the Battle of Endor right there. Yeah, yeah if, you got, you if, you, if you get in my lane. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know. So yes, yeah. that's my from thing. behind. All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. My first car was a uh, beat up old Ford Fairmont, and it had. So was mine. What? A 1981 Ford Fairmont really? that I named the Millennium Fairmont. Wow. Oh my gosh. I, I named mine the Blue Squirrel, but <laughs> I still thought it was the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Those Ford Fairmonts, they they look like every car that was ever destroyed yes. in any show from the you know early Absolutely. 80s. They're just like car car, but it had a Falcon vibe to it of like yeah. this old thing shouldn't still be holding together <laughs> kind of vibe and i one of the reasons i liked it is it had it has really big uh, yeah. taillights Yes, they look a little like the Falcons. Trunk space tail was great. The tr- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to follow up on that at all. You're right. It was though. Uh, yeah. So I definitely and I, I there was a time where I had a specific rehearsal. Right. Is it, uh, in Minneapolis where 35W and 94 uh, split ways, and uh-huh. every time we would leave, there would be three of us leaving, and I would always leave last, and my two friends would split off right. on the freeways going home. And it, I, it was always to me like that's the shot in Return of the Jedi yeah. where Luke goes to Dagobah <laughs> and the Falcon goes to join up with the Rebel Alliance. And it's just like watching them split off is, yeah, it's just always there, Star Wars. And Jennifer, what no- laser noises do you make in your car? <laughs> ah, I don't really, but I do remember when I had a VW bug wow. a, a little, it was not, it was later on and yeah. uh, had like, it was a turbo bug. So like, right. you know, if you crank it, it goes, all of a sudden you kind of <laughs> jump for it. I always kind of felt like it was, you know, jumping into hyperspace a little bit. Nice. (laughs) But you can't see me. Punch it, Landa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Punch it, Chewie. That's oh mine. boy, we have confessed nice. some great stuff here, but it's a testament to what Star Wars was and still is for each generation and each person as they pass through generations. I'm telling you, I would still play Star Wars if if if, if you pulled out a lightsaber right now, Joseph and I had one, and Jennifer had one. We would have, we would play lightsaber absolutely, and that is a, a testament to the wonder of Star Wars and what it created for fans. The take home, the the involved in the galaxy, the wish fulfillment. It's still going on today so uh that was it's fun to walk down memory lane it really mm-hmm. is remember what dorky dork dorks in all our <laughs> wonderful glory we were driving around in our millennium fairmonts that's oh, right that's awesome. mine was white with a leather top oh na- a leather top yeah. that's cool. nice yeah yeah mine was blue it had nice leather seats wow. I, I was a smoker at the time and i, I, oh, I rebel I, I uh, just got a, a a clock that had fallen off my friend's wall. I was like, "Here, do you want it?" It's like, "Yeah, it's going to be my ashtray." <laughs> <laughs> good time. love, it's good time. Love it out there. You guys can tell us your stories of how you played Star Wars and how you still continue to play Star Wars. And I'm very much interested. It's a fun generational question of what are the quote kids these days doing? If you have some young kids who are Star Wars fans and you're passing on the love of Star Wars to your kids, we want to know. Is it the same? Is it different? What's changed? Go ahead and write us in, and we'll tell you where to do that at the end of the show if you don't already know. But as we'd like to do, we have some great audience questions from a couple different sources. That's right. We have some from uh, just our social media feeds, and we have some from our kind Patreon supporters. So from the wilds of social media, we have uh, Joe Kogelman, uh, Kogelman, who says, What is the last Jedi theory you hate the most? Mine is Rey is reincarnated Anakin. Oh, so mm-hmm. I have been keeping myself, uh, I think, pretty clear of theories. I mean, Ray, right. that, I, that's a kind of a general theory of who, who Ray can be. But are there specific either theories that you've heard or in your own head where you're like, please don't let it be this. Please don't let it be this. Mm. I'm trying to rack my brain because it, it, it would mostly come to the Ray stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything with a clone just gets me a little nervous not that i wouldn't yeah. be somewhat aboard but like i just if you start those sentinel droids turn out to be actually clones and uh, palpatine i'm okay you know but in terms of last jedi man uh, i you know i don't know i don't know i really the the, the, the thought that luke would die oh, um, is, is troubling to me yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's really bad. How about you, Jennifer? Yeah, it basically all comes down to Ray. You know, yeah. I just I don't I don't want it to be an obvious answer. I and I don't want her to be a clone of uh, Luke's hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. these crazy theories. But I don't know what's going to make me happy. I've just got to make peace with whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we play as adults. We uh, we think ahead yeah. about yeah. how can we be at yeah. peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the one that jumps out at me is if there's any weirdness with Harrison Ford, like uh, because mm-hmm. there have been rumors back in the day mm-hmm. of that he would maybe make a cameo. Maybe it's a, a Force Vision flashback. That's I'm I'm fine with. Sure. Somebody, people have floated like, but he could be a force ghost, and that's no, 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 that's not, no, no, no. That would make me angry. Uh, The other theory I don't like is that the movie's not going to be good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I think the movie's going to be really good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Next question comes from Matt Williams. Matt Williams uh, asked on Facebook: Anakin had nightmare force visions in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Do you think he continued to have them as Darth Vader after his duel with Obi Wan on Mustafar? As far as I'm aware, force visions were primarily a light side ability but that was from Legends continuity. Mm. So who knows? So what do you guys think? Did Darth Vader uh, have uh, sweaty, uh, disturbing <laughs> dream visions floating in his Bakta tank on Mustafar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I really should have taken sweaty out of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, one would think if you have them, you know, mm-hmm. that they would continue. But I can't. I, the way you painted that, I just can't picture it. <laughs> yeah, and tossing and turning his yeah. Bakta tank. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, uh. I mean, I think the 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 dreams and the visions and nightmares, as as, as it were, might have been about Anakin and conflict. Might have been caused a little bit by Palpatine. Yeah. I, I, I can get behind that to a certain degree. So maybe they got shut off when he quote chose a side. But as we know from some of the stuff, including Lords of the Sith. He struggled with what it was, and he had visions of the past. He definitely had memories. We learned that from the Vader comic. Yeah. That's some of the best stuff in the comics is when he kind of shoots back to Padme and some of those things. So I think it's there. Um, I just, maybe the back to tank, it's like, I don't think he... He goes to bed anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's right. always awake, always yeah. angry. Yeah. Floating around. So I think it's I think it's different, but the struggle might be there. But the yeah. visions were more about his future. So I don't know if Vader gets the where am I where am I going in this organization? Is there a promotion in my future? <laughs> right. He is the galaxy's deadliest like yeah. uh, vice manager. Uh, uh, I think his force visions in the prequels were about fear. Mm. About what he yeah. was afraid of and about what haunted him. Yeah. And I think now that he is Vader, just remembering the reality of the past is what haunts him. Mm-hmm. Because I think now he's afraid he's going to fail being a dark side user and that he's not going to be able to hold on to that anger and that focus. Right. So I think when he gets a flash of Padme or a flash of Ahsoka, it's just a memory, but they kind of take the place of the Force visions because right. that's what he's afraid mm. of letting in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's my thought. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's having full full twitchy right. leg dreams. <laughs> full <laughs> twitch. Dr. Tank. Uh, next questions come from Patreon. We've got two great Patreon questions. This is from Chris Bothan Bostic. During their first face-to-face on Endor, Vader tells Luke, Obi-Wan once thought as you do. I always took that to mean Obi-Wan at some point after their fight on Mustafar had tried to bring Anakin back from the dark side. Maybe this will be covered in the new Vader comic? Probably, uh, probably not, but curious what you think. Love the show. Thanks, Chris. Uh, for loving the show. What do you guys think? Do you think, do you like that idea that they had another encounter after Revenge of the Sith? It's one of those things of, at the time in 77, you didn't think this world was that big. Yeah. Right. And the story has changed, whether or not George did it intentionally, forgot his own words, all those kind of jokes you might be able to make. I think this is one of those little little nooks and crannies you can crawl into and, and not know what it meant. It, it, it could be referring to the fact that Obi-Wan just was kind of like, no, I have the high ground. Don't do this. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't. Calm down. Let's not fight. It could just be referring to that moment. Yeah. Mm. I think that makes sense to me that it's that Yeah. Moment. How do you feel about that, Jennifer? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things where we have to remember that when George was writing it in 19, yeah. you know, like that he just wasn't, he just wasn't thinking. And there's a lot to the universe, so I wouldn't blame him if he didn't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Chris is a great point that Vader says it with some like weight. Yes. Obi Wan once thought is is you did so you really imagine Obi Wan coming to him like come on buddy right. Uh, but I agree. I think there's plenty of room in that fight on Mustafar mm-hmm. uh, for him to be trying to give Anakin another chance. That said, 
I, if it was handled well, there's plenty of stuff they've inserted in canon that I thought, I don't want them to insert that. Mm. I'd trust the right, maybe in our, our beloved Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe if they inserted it the right way, one last confrontation. Mm. Mm. Where okay. you could say, you could take the armor off. I, I, I'm open to that, but I think it works the way it is. Yeah. yeah. I, I can get behind that. Final question is from Jesse uh, Posnicker. Uh, I am sorry about the name thing. You can always start cinnamon phonetically, <laughs> and that can be how I play Star Wars. I'm trying to say your names phonetically correctly. <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, Jesse says, hey, Ken, Jennifer, and Joseph, thanks for the hours of entertainment you provide. What alien from another franchise would you like to make a fan fiction story about? I could see Obi-Wan picking up Alf in a Cantina. Love that. And being forced to taxi him to another planet, all while being annoyed to no end during the journey. I would also like to see the famous Xenomorphs take over a small colony and the Jedi mm. get called in to exterminate them, but don't realize what they are Ooh. in for. That's interesting. Yeah, that's some that's good like fan that. fiction. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Jesse. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Yeah, so you're all in on Xenomorphs, Jennifer? Yeah. yeah. An alien crossover? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, really, uh, the horror film. We've, oh, I'm thinking, well, see, and he's already kind of made an appearance. E.T. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Exploring that a little more? I would love to explore that a little more. You know, he goes to Endor, of course, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> collects some samples, runs into Wicket. Together, they go on a journey together. Yeah. You know, and this is this is before the Battle of Endor, so they encounter some, you know, troopers and whatnot, and, hey. you know, comedy ensues. This is a great Forces of Destiny season two pitch right here. Absolutely. Oh gosh, I can, can just imagine? see the speeder bike crossing, I yeah. guess not the moon, since <laughs> yeah. it is a moon, but crossing a planet in the yeah. sky. Exactly. Oh, beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking ET too. I like. I, I would like yeah. them to double down on that. Uh, Vulcans would be interesting to me because they're Ooh. not like creatures, but they're like. I think Vulcans would annoy the hell out of all of our Jedi friends. Yeah, oh my like gosh. well, actually, logically, and you know, I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna meditate. Like, why don't you just think it through and use facts? <laughs> so we would say the Vulcans. Uh, yeah, or Cthulhu. <laughs> or Cthulhu. Yeah. Or Cthulhu. That would be fine. Sense. How about you, Ken? Uh, I would like to go across to one of my other favorite properties set in space and that is uh, from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy I like the, the Vogons to make uh, an appearance yeah um, maybe yeah well I, I actually like the, the 05 movie I actually am a fan of it to, to a certain degree uh, um, but yeah you, know, they, they, you mentioned E.T. but like the Vogons trying to get uh, get together to go speak at the Senate to spe- and oh, they yeah. didn't have the right forms and you know, like I said, Senator Palpatine, I've submitted the right form. <laughs> I will read some Vogon poetry. Oh, the Vogon poetry would be yeah. pretty great. Yeah, to watch Baylor gonna try to listen to that and yeah. hammer. So I think, I think the Vogons were supposed to be in the Han Solo movie, but Casden uh, <laughs> wanted it. <laughs> no Vogons, says Casden. Yeah. Well, those are our audience questions. Thank you guys so much uh, for sending them in. Always great, thoughtful things. You can send them to us on patreon or you can send them in on social media and we'll be putting out a call for more questions very soon absolutely and you guys this is where you can reach us and you can help us reach some of our goals as we draw to a close in this very fun summertime playful edition yeah. of force center you can follow us on twitter at force center pod we have that goal of 2,000 followers and guess what we shot past it you guys we appreciate you coming along this uh, adventure and this journey but if you haven't already liked our Twitter, uh, follow our Twitter page and then go like our Facebook page. We're trying to push towards a thousand likes. We recently did the special databank brawl celebrating 200 ratings and reviews on iTunes. So take a listen to that if you haven't already and keep on rating and reviewing. We'll set a goal for that soon to help uh, the station. We really, really need that. And Patreon is going strong, Joseph, as you can see from our questions here today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so you can go to patreon.com slash Force Center to read all about it. Uh, the $2 entry level <laughs> sound like such an infomercial, <laughs> but that's kind of the way these things roll sometimes. Uh, for just $2 a month, you get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episodes called Finish the Fan Fixture. Ken, Jennifer, and I make up stuff based on your prompts, and we've had so much fun with those. We had an episode called Investments of the Jedi and one called Redemption on Tatooine, yes. and they're both very beautiful and moving, <laughs> and maybe E.T. will pop up <laughs> in the next one so go check that out on Patreon absolutely and the merch is available Jennifer we got this merch going on T Public. you had a chance yes. to check it out for yourself yet I have I bought a couple things I want to buy some more yes yeah, yeah. yes. Get myself a mug we got four center stuff we got uh, we 
got our quotes uh, from our shows, and we got these these nice prequelist stickers and shirts that I, I have the prequelist sticker myself. So you guys can go to tpublic.com slash user slash force center and get some a merch to help us out, but also for you to just tell the world your favorite Star Wars podcast. <laughs> and with con season coming up, if you're a D23, hope you're in a Force Center t-shirt, because I will be as well. So that is where you're at, tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. So uh, that is it for now, but we have our own stuff, too. Joseph, you can be followed at Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Twitter and all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. My website is josephscrimshaw.com. Com. Uh, I just did, finished doing Convergence, but I'll be at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I'll be at DragonCon, so go check out my website for info on all that stuff. And my personal podcast, Obsessed, and my anchor station, Headcanon. That's right. Jennifer Landa? Yeah, you can follow me on all the social media sites, at Jennifer Landa. And at this point, my Jedi beat has out, so give it a listen. And let nice. me know what you think. Absolutely. You can follow me at Ken like my anchor station, Daily Thrones, Game of Thrones is coming it is just days away and we're talking uh game of thrones every day on daily Thrones. so that's it for now guys so for the children of our past who played star wars so free and easy without <laughs> any oppression from society telling them they what they can or cannot do with their star wars figures that is it for joseph for jennifer i'm ken we'll see you next time here on force center Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.